0: Thing you need to know in order to succeed in marriage. From practical advice to current events, this is the XO Podcast. Nerds rule the entire world. How many nerds do we have in the building? Now listen, here's the thing. If you didn't raise your hand, you're not a, you're not a nerd, you work for one. You're Your non-nerd self isn't ruling nothing. Nerds rule the entire world. It's one of them. And he loves the Bible. He's pointing to his wife. My wife's a nerd. She just slapped him. Domestic violence has broken out at marriage today. 2017, use the hashtag bruised.
1: All right, this is the XO Podcast. Welcome, everybody. We're having a great time talking about life, love, and how to make your relationship thrive in all of those areas. Tim Ross is here. In the studio. This guy right here is a big deal. Senior pastor of Embassy City Church in Irving, Texas. Yeah. Do you want me to keep going?
0: No, you can stop right World-class there. World-class <laughs> conference speaker. I, um, I don't know.
1: The Am best I? MC on the planet. Wow. I've heard that one. <laughs> you have heard that I've one? I've heard that one. It's all true. Yeah. It's all very heartfelt. It came from you. Hey, welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'm glad to be here, man. Yeah. Excited. This, this set is amazing. Well, it was made for you. We did all this work (laughs) last night just to prepare
0: last night to
1: have you on the podcast. (laughs) They're
0: amazing. (laughs) Yeah, your team's great.
1: So we're talking about the EXO conference, and we also have Seth Morrow here. He's on the Marriage Today team, one of our great church partnership coordinators, helping everybody in the church universe connect with the ministry. Welcome, Seth. Excited to be here. You're also married. I am. How long have you been married? A year. Congratulations. Uh, Yeah. Is that a benefit of working for Marriage Today? Is that you feel like your marriage Mm. is just constantly a at a full capacity, 100% level. Yeah, it's, a, it's a perk. I should advertise that. Yeah, yeah. good. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're going to be talking about the simulcast, and uh, we have a lot of churches involved. So just for our listening audience real quick, download kind of for them what the simulcast is, what we're going to be doing at the conference, and kind of who we're reaching, and just kind of talk to them about what's going on there.
2: Yeah. So the gist of the simulcast, uh, we are hosting in over 400 sites across country around the world. Uh, the goal would be to bring the EXO conference that we do in South Lake uh, and kind of make it accessible for the local church, uh, to have it in their own church, um, and kind of make the fully produced event that we coordinate on an excellent level and kind of bring it to them. So we do it uh, all across the country. Uh, we're in 48 states right now. So if you are in Vermont or New Hampshire, we would love to have you. (laughs) Um, so we are all over the country. We have a dozen sites in Canada, as well as uh, some international ones like the Grand Cayman Islands, Bermuda, uh, Africa. Uh, we have one in Thailand. Uh, so we are all over and, and still spreading, growing. So uh, that's, that's kind of where we're at. We also uh, do a lot of work with the military. We actually have a church in uh, North Carolina that works with over 200 military couples out of Fort Bragg that will be hosting and, and doing a banquet for those folks. So we have quite a few churches that do stuff like that. Um, really just reaching into Jimmy's heart for the military and uh, also in about 25 prison units between uh, Church of the Highlands Trinity Fellowship as well as uh, G3 with Gateway so it's yeah great. it's awesome it's awesome
1: yeah and it's growing so we have 400 host sites right now but that should be over 500 and yeah. uh, when we go live in South Lake Texas February 9th and 10th we'll be broadcasting that to all these places oh, yeah literally around the country and around the world, Mm. people will be investing in their marriage. I love the military aspect. I love the prison aspect because not only are we reaching people that are just everyday people, but military couples, they have a lot of stress on their marriage. And that's one of the things I hear over and over again is that with the divorce rates already high, they're even Mm -hmm. higher for first responders and military couples. So the extra conference will be going out and administering to a lot of people. But we have here in studio, Tim Ross, who will be speaking excited about that at the conference this year. Yeah. And it's the first time you've really spoken at this conference. You emcee every year. Yep. And that is going to be. We have you until what? Twenty
0: forty. Uh, until 2000? your dad says differently. <laughs> That's what he. Do you know he told me he, after the first time uh, that I emceed? Uh, he said, "Hey, so basically you're the emcee forever until I tell you yes. not so." Yeah. Until we hear different.
1: It's just you. You add just this level and dimension that nobody else can do it. It's just. It's just you. You're awesome. It's like saying uh, American Idol without Ryan Seacrest. The EXO well, Conference without Tim Ross. Well, what
0: are we going to do? That's a, that's a huge compliment. I appreciate that. No, I love doing it, though. I love doing it. I love uh, being there. For us, you know, for Juliet and I, it's just a benefit uh, to be exposed to that atmosphere and to get the great teaching that comes. The content is, is deep. It's heavy. It's uh, poignant. And, I mean, our marriage has blossomed as a result of it so Mm -hmm. i just feel like being the MC there is the least i could do because what we're walking away with benefits our marriage benefits what my children see so it's a blessing it's good yeah
1: we start the conference friday morning my dad's first up and then it's you yeah i don't know (laughs) how did i get sandwiched in between there's a big old tim sandwich right in the middle of the morning um we've got my dad and then you and then craig rochelle yeah what is I mean, but it never it's that's just is, all good stuff. Yeah. You're starting off the morning right.
0: That is yeah. No pressure on me. I, I mean Hey, they, they they
2: heard they heard Jimmy up front, then I could bomb. And then
0: Craig's gonna come clean up my mess. So so, it's gonna be fantastic. You're Jimmy's so, your
2: hype man though. Huh? He's gonna get him hyped up for you. Who? Jimmy. Oh sweet. Yeah. Yeah, you got, you got, Oh, the table's are, This perspective
0: <laughs> He's introducing me now. This is going to be great.
1: Uh, no, so many people I know listen to you all the time. They love listening to you. So, and you do. I listened to your sermon this weekend and uh, you've got one of those voices that's just soothing. Like oh, you want to just man. listen to it keep talking. I Thank you. Let, well, you know, it was a cloudy day <laughs> four years ago. I could listen to this for hours, <laughs> <laughs> but the the, the conference the, you're speaking in the second session. Yep, and then you're coming back that night. Yep, and you're going to kick it off like you do always, Absolutely. and you're going to be the kind of the host for the rest of the yeah. weekend. I,
0: and I look forward to that. I think it's going to be a great night, and it's going to be it's going to be good. And Juliet's coming. Of
1: course, she is. Oh yeah, yeah, Juliette. she
0: wouldn't miss it. Tell me how you you introduce her a certain way. Everyone. Yes, uh, so Juliet is uh, five foot four and a quarter, half Jamaican, half Bahamian, super fine, and all mine. <laughs> yeah. Is that trademarked? It is in the Ross household at least. Yeah, that's great.
1: Yeah. So and uh so Seth, the Simulcast people out there that are that are maybe some church pastors, uh some leaders out there that maybe want to connect, how do they connect to the Simulcast the conference
2: coming up? Yep. So you just visit exomarriage.com, dot com, uh submit an application and we'll get back with you. That's We'd good. love to have you.
1: We are a small team here, so you will literally talk to Seth. So if you yes, wanna reach out. It will be me. Even if you just wanna shoot the shoot the bowl <laughs> with him, he'll be happy to talk to you for a little bit yeah. about your your church and what's going on there. Uh, we're always obviously looking to connect with churches, resource them with, with uh, material. We have a lot of curriculum mm-hmm. kits and everything that we send out to churches. So call. If you, even if you don't want to host the Simulcast, Seth will be willing to uh, talk you through everything we do Definitely. for churches. Yeah. All right. Help your church. All right. We like to talk about date night every time that we're on the podcast. you know why? Because we believe in date nights. Do you and Julia have date nights? We do every Friday. I like it. Yeah. Well, our friends at Datebox, they have created a subscription service where they'll send you a date in a box What? once a month. What is
0: this? I've never heard about this in my life.
1: Well, go to GetDatebox.com, Tim, and you can use the promo code XOPODCAST and get your first month for free. Are you kidding me? All you have to do is pay $5 for shipping and handling.
0: Are you kidding
1: me? And it comes to your, I just got mine for the month of January. Then you open it up, and it's got all the messaging that sort of sets the tone for a nice evening with your spouse. They give you all the instructions you can customize the box to make it more like if you're adventurous or want to do cooking or do something like that, and yeah, it's pretty great. I, this is—you've just blown my mind. Well, you and all the audience out there go to getdaybox.com, wow. use the promo code EXO podcast, get your first month for free. You're going to be watching a clip of Tim Ross right now while I pull the
0: while I pull up this. I'm,
1: I'm pulling it up right now. So you go, should. It's very mobile friendly. Yes. thank you. All right, we'll be right back.
0: Your family has a great future. Your family has a great future. How many people receive that word? That's what we're praying for this year. We believe that your family has a great future. Your kids' kids have a great future. Your kids' kids' kids kids, 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 and their kids, when they have kids, have some kids, and kids, kids, go down to the kid, and then to a thousand generations. I think that's what the Bible says. How many people want a blessing on your family for a thousand generations? So we're just believing God for that. This is a conspiracy that we've put together. All of the speakers that we've put together, we've prayed about, everyone that is here has you on their mind. We have your marriage on our minds, we've prayed about it, we've planned, we've strategized, and now you're here. Let me tell you what that means. Whatever the enemy has tried to do to come in between your marriage, it just got canceled tonight. You're not just going to stay married forever. You're going to stay married happily ever after. And that's what we believe when we say that your family has a bright future. All right. Welcome back to the podcast. We're having a great
1: time talking about a lot of good things, but we're also going to be talking today about addiction. Yeah. And that's, I don't know how to set that up in a nice way,
0: <laughs> that being Debbie Downer. No, no, no. I, I think that um, when it comes to this particular topic, it's one of those things that you just have to throw out there. Yes. I don't think there's a, a good on-ramp for it. It's just something that you throw out there and you go, okay, we need to unpack that. Yeah, Well, we were just talking in the break just about how important this, this
1: topic is because so many people are dealing with some type of addiction.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And whenever I say addiction, some people think immediately drugs or yep. alcohol. Yeah. But there's things, there's people addicted to food, to yep. busyness, yep. to uh, gambling, yeah. to porn, to other yeah. things in their life that they just don't know how to live their life apart from that addiction. Yeah. And it's a big deal. So if you're married to somebody with an addiction, you're kind of stuck yeah. with that addiction and it, it becomes the third party yep. in your relationship. Yep. And I've seen so many uh, marriages crash and burn and... And uh, and it was really something where you want to be able to get in front of it yeah. and help people yeah. and get them to a place where they can kind of understand how to deal with it. Uh, but unfortunately, so many people just end up yeah. um, succumbing to it. Yep. And uh, divorce is a lot of times a part of that equation. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're going to be talking about addiction today. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how to cheer up that mood. Nah. But before that, you are the pastor uh, of Embassy City Church yep. in Irving, Texas. Mm-hmm. We talked about that before. And your message this weekend was really good. I mean, it talked Thanks, about man. yeah, yeah. The 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 title's awesome. Set it up, keep, keep it up, way up. up. Yep, with seven A's in the <laughs> way up. <laughs> That's right, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so we we talked about that, but your message was, and I don't want to paraphrase it too yeah. much, but it was from what I got out of it. It was you know you're you're going to be you're going to be the deficit if, if you're only pl- praising God in your best moments. That's right. You kind of have to learn how to give him praise and honor him yeah. even when you're at your worst. That's right. So I think for a lot of couples, when I was listening to that, I was thinking that, that can resonate with a lot of couples who are, yeah. you know, yeah, it's great when you're celebrating your anniversaries yeah. and you're, you're thinking about all the good times. Yeah. But in sickness and in health is part of the vows. Absolutely. So kind yeah. of unpack that a little bit more.
0: Well, to your point, sickness and in health, sickness is not just physical, right? It can be emotional. It can be spiritual. It can be relational. Uh, and uh, it could be mental. So uh, for me, uh, quick uh, just context to my testimony. At the age of eight, I was uh, sexually molested by a neighbor that lived across the street from me. And at the age of 12 years old, I was exposed to pornography. And pornography became my coping mechanism to deal with the trauma that happened to me when I was eight years mm-hmm. old. Uh, By the time I was 19, um, I was an addict. You you know, this is what I was using to cope with stress, to cope with pain, to cope with uh, feelings of um, low uh, self-esteem, insecurity. And uh, it was only after all of this came to light uh, with an encounter with my mom and subsequently my dad and my uh, younger brother that we finally kind of shed light on it. For the entire family It didn't just happen to me It happened to my younger brother as well it happened to my mother when she was six it happened to my father when he was five uh, and we begin to really just point a light in the midst of that darkness and start to see some real transformation. Mm. Year later, I gave my life to Jesus Christ, January 14th of 1996. So oh, wow. I just turned 22 Good for uh, spiritually. You. So that's really Do we cool. have a cake for Tim? Yes. I I'll, I'll, I'll actually take Spiritual. carrot cake from Saltgrass. So <laughs>
1: okay.
0: If anybody there a salt grass. Okay. There's a Saltgrass up the road. It's pretty close. I think they can have that before yeah, we can this door, over. We can door dash that. Hint, hint. So, um, <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so I give my life to Christ on January 14th of 1996, and I am a born-again porn addict, <laughs> right? I would love to say that there was this <laughs> abracadabra moment, but it wasn't. There There had to be these layers that began to get peeled off. And for anyone that's struggling with addiction, Brent, doesn't matter what type of addiction it is, uh, what we first have to do is take away this stigma that this thing is so bad and and and, and this thing is you, right? Mm-hmm. You are not synonymous with your addiction. But it is a coping mechanism, but it is not the root of the situation. It's the fruit. So uh, in the same way a runny nose is not the cold or the virus that you're dealing with, uh, addiction is not actually the root or the epicenter. And a lot of people always are trying to attack the behavior without actually dealing with the root. And this is what leads to... Uh, repeat offense, mm-hmm. and so um, getting people just to first be courageous enough to to confront what really is the issue is really important. Mm-hmm. How do you yeah. get them to that point um, uh, by being hot so this is one of uh, the the monikers that i 've been living by uh, for many, many years. Uh, hot is my acronym for honest, open, and transparent. Mm. Uh, we want to get people to the point where they're hot about the issues that they're dealing with in their life. Uh, and again, dealing with it in with a level of maturity that is honest, refreshingly open, and absolutely transparent. Not translucent, not something that's really hazy and I have to squint to try to see, but transparent. This is what's on the other side of this. Mm-hmm. And whether it's right or wrong, this is where I am right now. And if we ever can get people to be hot and point to the problem... We can start on a journey to see them come out of it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. And in our society, I think about this all the time because I have young boys. Yeah. I know you do too. Yeah. And uh, I mean, my first uh, encounter with you know pornography or you know adult type of material was uh, at the playground with a Playboy magazine yeah. that somebody brought. Yeah. And now there's iPads and yeah. iPhones, and yeah. there's so much that that if I was alive back in those days, or if I had that kind of technology back in those days, Yeah, I just don't understand how young people can yeah. keep themselves pure sometimes with yep. all of the, because sometimes it's not even, you know, the, them having access to it, it's their mm-hmm. friends and they're putting it in their face. Exactly. It's so much more graphic these days, this yeah. is my point. Yeah, And so we're talking about pornography, but also alcoholism yeah. or drug use, yeah. prescription drugs are a yeah. huge deal. Yep. I know you pastor a church and, and you've been pastoring for many years, even at Gateway Church, uh, talk about prescription medications. Yeah. So if somebody's out there and they have a uh, just a, a tendency, yep. To like p- pain medication. Yeah. For example. Yeah. Some people just can't take pain medication. Yeah. Because if they start, they can't stop.
0: That's absolutely correct.
1: Uh, kind of speak to that too. Like if somebody's out there hurting, what, what can they do to kind of help resolve those those desires?
0: Yeah. So so um, again, that honesty, openness, and transparency is very very important. But then accountability is important as well. And a lot of times when you think about accountability, the the way that it's uh, kind of been communicated the last two decades is by the time they finish describing it, Brent, I'm going, so are you a parole officer or is this actually an accountability partner? I really think accountability has more onus on the person that desires it Mm -hmm. than the person that they're asking to hold them accountable. If I'm saying that I want you to be that I want to be accountable to you. I don't need you to check on me every Thursday and go, hey, Tim, I'm going to ask you five questions. I hope you answer them, right? And, you know, before God and all the holy angels. uh, You know, it's really about me going, hey, I've come into a covenant with Brent and this is the way I feel right now. And I'm only doing myself a disservice if I don't pick up the phone Mm -hmm. and call him or text him or leave a voicemail. Like you don't give yourself an excuse. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to those areas in our lives that we know we've fallen into before and we've seen negative outcomes because of it, it the onus is on us to say, hey, I, I really want to wave the flag right here and say I cannot handle that, and so yes, my back is hurting, and yes, they prescribed these pills, but can we find something homeopathic, uh, or you, you know, I got I got a four-pill minimum. If I if I go through this whole bottle. I'm going to get the next bottle and I don't even need it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think accountability is very, very important, but it is a relentless pursuit on the person that knows they have the problem Mm -hmm. to be in front of it and hold themselves accountable to that process.
1: Well, let's, let's dive into
0: the marriage uh, side of it. So, and then I just
1: recently heard about a um, a gentleman who was struggling with pornography and uh, you know, it, uh, when I, if i was going to talk to wives who you know their, their husbands are into pornography uh, a lot of times wives immediately think it's a grounds for divorce yep you looked at that yep that's a violation grounds yeah. for divorce and i just want to be like whoa 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 let's yeah. let's not lose our heads here yeah. i mean yeah definitely wrong Yeah. major absolutely. wrong yeah but you know it's i don't i don't believe it's a violation equivalent with the physical act right. of doing it mentally yeah. emotionally yes but let's not let's not go there yeah. so fast and that's yeah. a personal belief of mine just because i think people so quickly Push the divorce button. Yeah. Oh, you did that. That's so wrong. Yeah. Divorce. Um, now, I think if it's a repeated offense, Yeah. then there needs to be major consequences Absolutely. involved with that. But I mean, yeah. some so it's. I, I've told my wife this before. Sometimes, guys, they don't look for it. It's just there's so much stuff in our society that is tempting, tempting yeah. them. Yeah. And you have one weak moment and don't yeah. want to, you know... Uh, our office is above Victoria's Secrets. Every time I watch a Starbucks, <laughs> I, have to, I have to guard my heart. Every time I watch a Starbucks, because there's these big posters of women. You yeah, know? So yeah, some yeah. guys, that's a trigger for them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they can't, they can't help it. Yeah. But you know, some. So I, I've encouraged some of uh, my friends to have accountability cannab- partners that are not their wives yeah. related to pornography. Yeah. You know, because I don't think wives can always understand that dynamic. Yeah. And so, you know, with with couples that are that are, you know, in in marriage, and they might have an addiction here or there, or you know, the husband's struggling. Yeah. H- how do they how do they navigate those waters? I mean, how much should a husband open up to his wife about certain situations like that? Yeah. And then, how involved should the spouse be? Because yeah. at some point, it can sound like your mother telling you yeah. something to do. Yeah. Or for the wife, if it's, it, I've had I know women who are addicted to things, whether it's alcohol or whatever, yeah. and they don't know how to. They're drinking because of their husband, right? <laughs> exactly. And they don't know how to. I mean, how do I go have that conversation with him? Yeah. Whenever you're, you're, you're the problem.
0: Yeah, absolutely. How would you counsel those couples? So, so several things. Um, any uh, form of addiction, right, is uh, birth because of some pain. You're trying to fill a void, and so whether you are um, looking at pornography or it's alcohol or it's gambling or whatever it is, there is food um uh you 're looking for an escape okay um it 's because you have a problem confronting right so uh confrontation um, seems to be a really negative word in our society, but all it really means. Uh, in its most innocuous sense is to face forward on the obstacle that's in front of you. And and whenever you don't want to face forward on the obstacle that's in front of you, you're going to use something as an agent to escape. So uh, I advise everyone, because this is what I had to do, is I had to first confront myself and then I had to invite Juliet into that process because the biggest lie that the enemy uh, s- spoke to me that I believe for years and years and years is don't tell Juliet because she'll be hurt if she ever found out mm-hmm. that you struggle with this addiction. Well, she found out anyway, so she was really hurt. So... <laughs> I think it would be better if you just go ahead and say it than from them finding out because that's even more of a violation mm-hmm. than the actual act. You, you, you go back to Genesis chapter number 3 and the act of Eve being deceived by the serpent biting the fruit, then Adam partaking of it. I truly believe that if Adam became aware of his sin in that moment and when it went streaking through the garden, screaming to the top of his lungs, Dad, help, I messed up. I think the Lord would have been like, oh, man, why would you do that? I mean, according to 1 John, you know, if we confess our sins to God, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all of our uh, unrighteousness, right? So that's not really uh, what the issue was as much as him trying to hide it. When you hide it, you make things exponentially worse than if you go ahead and shine light on it. But the enemy grips us with that fear of if you say it, it's over. If you say it, they're going to get a divorce. If you say it, they're going to get mad. And you have to be brave enough to get past that lie so that the truth can come out. Mm -hmm. And when we do it in that fashion, you have no idea how much the Lord can work on the heart of the person that you think is going to kill you Mm -hmm. when you decide to put the truth in front of your fear. it's good. Yeah. Hey, you are hot. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. You're open. Yeah.
1: You're honest, open, and transparent. Thank you, man.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Try to be.
1: I just can't tell you how many, I know how many people out there are struggling with addiction. And I think we dialed into a little bit of the pornography because um, it's a big deal in
0: our society. It and, and it was my personal story for sure. Yeah. yeah.
1: And, and, I, and I feel like some people can take away from that. So a lot of guys out there are listening to this or, or women and, they're, and they're, they're needing to just feel some hope. Yeah. So last thing I want you to talk about is how can people, and not in an overly religious way, yeah. but how can people really go, because I feel like that's whenever people can truly find salvation Yeah, is when they're ready to give it all. That's right. Uh, so if, if you were going to talk to somebody about how they can really make a change in their life yeah. that we all know yeah. uh, that God can do, talk yeah. to them about that.
0: Um, get a counselor, right? If you wanted to build your dream house, you wouldn't build it yourself. Uh, if you wanted uh, to buy an exotic car, you wouldn't go about it building your, building it yourself. Um, if you wanted to get better at golf, you wouldn't go about it just, I'm just going to get some clubs and go out and practice. My, you would get with a professional. Mm-hmm. I think uh, everybody in the entire world needs two things, a counselor and a good masseuse. <laughs> it's a massage therapist, yeah, Tim. Yeah, yeah, How yeah, dare yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just honestly think everyone needs like somebody <laughs> to break them in and rub on them and get all the knots out of them. I just think that is just something that everybody should treat themselves to. And I think everyone needs a counselor. Like you need somebody that you can pay that you don't have to check on them. They're just there to check on you. Like you need that one person that you're going, okay, I'm going to be here for 50 minutes. Here's my $90 and I'm going to throw up on you and I'm not going to ask you how you're doing at the end of this. I'm going to walk away feeling better and you're going to have to deal with that, (laughs) right? We all need a place to take out our emotional garbage, Mm -hmm. our emotional trash. And so um, uh, I have found in my own experience that I love my accountability partners, but there's something about that licensed, lettered. Therapist that I can sit down who can get in there and kind of tweak my mind and my brain to expose me to a new identity, right? Give me hope that, you know what, there's something past your addiction, Tim. You have a lot to live for. And here is the way that you need to be looking about it. If that was something that I could encourage everybody to do, that's what I would do. You don't have to pay for it all the time. It could be found in your local church. You might have a friend that is already in that profession or at least past, you know, two semesters of psychology mm-hmm. that could at least tweak you a little bit. But I really encourage everybody uh, as a start to that freedom and that hope to get with somebody that can really walk you through that process.
1: You're still talking about the... Massage therapist, right? No,
0: I'm now talking about the Oh, counselor. you're talking about the counselor now. <laughs> I don't talk to the massage therapist. <laughs> uh,
1: so that's great. Well, a lot of good stuff. You have said so many good things in this, this part, and um, I hope everyone listening will take advantage of getting with a counselor and a massage therapist. Yes. Uh, we have some Facebook questions coming up for you. Great. And they're, they're not easy questions, so it's all right. you ready for them? I'm fine.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: We're also going to be doing a little music, EXO music game coming up. I'm ready. All right, but the Alaskan cruise is coming up, Exo Cruise. If you want to sail away with Jimmy and Karen to Alaska, we'll be going there this this summer. Sweet, Sweet. going to be great. It's awesome. So watch this clip and we'll we'll be right back.
2: Imagine a relaxing, adventurous cruise among glaciers, mountains, and charming fishing villages, combined with life-changing marriage teaching from Jimmy Evans. Set sail June 29th to July 6th, 2018 on the
0: Exo Marriage Cruise to Alaska. Unforgettable views, luxurious accommodations, and 8 days of romance in one of the most scenic parts of North America. Book your stateroom now at exomarriage.com/cruise.
1: We're having a great time here at the EXO Podcast. Welcome back. Tim Ross is with us. Dun, duh, 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 duh. We're talking about a dun, lot of good things dun, on the podcast today, but dun, today dun, dun, we're actually going to do a, na- a new game that we've just kind of come up with Yeah, called EXO Theme Music Game Show mm-hmm. Blah Blah. I don't have a name for it, but it's going to be awesome. The EXO so Game Show Challenge. I was thinking about this, this last week. How many great theme songs there were when we were growing up? A bunch of them. Yes. And you knew the words to them. Yes. Because back then you couldn't fast forward really through right. commercials. No you, no, you couldn't. Or through, Not through unless music. you taped
0: it on a VCR, which was the cutting edge technology at the time.
1: That was cutting edge. Yeah, it was. But anyway, going back to the theme songs, I love the theme songs. Yeah. I still have childhood memories. Sometimes I even hum them or sing them to myself. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. The first one to five wins. We're going to hear theme show music in our headset. So You'll yep. hear them in your headset. Yep. The first one to say the show that it's from. Yep. Gets the point. Got it. First to five wins. You're going down. Oh my gosh! Shut up. (laughs) Wow. I want to say that's not it.
0: Yeah, that's.
1: Are there worse than this one?
0: Love Love boat, Crad. I I I was gonna say love boat. Yeah, yeah. I was too. I I was too. (laughs) I, 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 I'm, I was more into the voice than I was that, that opening sequence. It that was a tie, many, right? Too many trumpets. That was a tie, so it doesn't count.
1: Ties don't count.
0: Man. Well,
1: I was waiting for it. I should have just stepped out I there. should have said it, too. Okay. Twilight oh, Zone. Oh, crud. yeah. And does that sound not still haunt you? you? It, it does. Right? Yeah. My parents wouldn't even let me watch that show. So much so that in our
0: culture now today, you go,
1: da, na, 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 yeah, and absolutely. people know what yeah, you're talking yeah, about, yeah.
0: but not millennials and Z's. They wouldn't know anything yeah, about that right unfortunately. now, unfortunately. Yeah, which is kind of sad. All right, next up, Flintstones. Yeah, we got that one. We got that one.
1: Yabba-dabba-doo! Yeah, do <laughs> one to one. We got yeah. a scorekeeper. Oh. Oh. Uh, Carol Burnett? No. It's time to
0: play no. Music. It's time to oh my goodness! Oh, time Muppets! To get yeah. Wow, it's amazing what's deeply embedded in the recesses of your mind. Muppets is in my amygdala, but not the the music is, but not the word. Light oh. <sighs> Rider. <laughs> I'm so
1: bad. <laughs> what is it, 3-1? It's 3-1. I'm so sick. I, I did not I did not know any of these songs before. I just want to say that. Thank you for uh, uh, Golden Girls. Day. Golden Girls. Yes. Try if I can have Night Rider, you can have Golden Girls. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We watched it
0: last night. Prince. Oh. Prince. Prince. oh. I got it. it. I got it. it. I got all right, it. you tied it up. 3-3. All right, all right. Come on, Tim Ross. I gotta get my game fix on. Some stand in the dark oh my god, I'm looking at it. Oh, Beverly, T- Beverly Hills 90210. No. Oh. Yeah, oh, I'm looking right at him. Oh, Baywatch. I didn't get to watch that show either. Game point, bro.
1: Yeah, more Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. Let's go! <laughs> Let's go! All right. That was a pretty good show. It's a squiggy on there. Squiggy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Four, four, four. four All right. Oh, Musters. No. Out of family. Out of family. Oh, yes! Right. <laughs> Come on. That's coming. Munsters, Adams family. That was great.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> oh.
1: Yes. It's all I had to yeah, snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. Exo oh, theme song, music, game show. You won it?
0: One for the history books. Yep. That was good. Great. Job, that buddy. was a, that was that was fierce though. Five four.
1: It's hard to pull those
0: back. Yeah. Back into your mind. You, yeah. You that was like Cleveland Cavaliers coming back against. Golden State Warriors. It was, it was Stephon
1: Diggs getting that 61-yard pass, oh, taking it home. That was amazing. The Minnesota miracle. <laughs> is, you are the Minnesota miracle yeah, of this that, game.
0: Yeah, well, I, I, I take it. I give all glory to God. <laughs> That's right. Okay, let's switch gears a little bit.
1: You know, we've been talking about addictions, but uh, my dad, Jimmy Evans, he, he obviously is a pastor. He's been, He's the founder and CEO of this ministry. He's been an integral part of helping people to get better in a lot of areas of their life, not just marriage. He created the 21 Day Journey and the 21 Day Day Total Freedom Journey specifically to kind of help people deal with uh, addictions and those types of behaviors. So if you want more information go to our website, marriagecity.com go to our store and you can see all the the products that we have there but specifically the 21 Day Journey is there to check out. I, I highly encourage people to spend the time to go through, it's 21 days, but you can go through as long as you need to. Yeah. But it really is one-on-one with Jimmy Evans and him helping you to understand a lot of truth. So check that out. We have Facebook questions for you. Sweet. This is coming in from Tiga on Facebook. Okay. How, how can addiction to social media and addiction to
0: attention from the opposite sex affect your marriage? Okay, so addiction with social media and uh, uh, addiction to attention from the opposite sex, both of them uh, have uh, at their root... Uh, a need to be affirmed and validated. So um, there's already studies out uh, that the impact of social media on the brain uh, releases the same type of endorphins um, uh, as you would have when you have a great workout or you get a dopamine rush. Mm -hmm. And so the reason why people post and then go back to see if anybody posted because having anyone like it or post back or respond is a dopamine hit to the brain? Well, once that chemical starts being released, your body becomes addicted mm. to it. So um, we have to monitor that and manage that. And uh, again, at the root is affirmation and validation. So my question would be, where does your affirmation and your validation come from? Even as, as it relates to uh, people of the opposite sex, well, the reason why I'm really paying so much attention to this person is because they're kind of flirtatious, but they're showing me attention. That means that you feel like there's a deficit on the inside. And uh, you're, you're not willing to confront and address it yourself. And so you're using another person or social media as your medication. Mm-hmm. So my thing would be get to the root of it and don't stay at the fruit of it. It's good.
1: Hey, I'm going to be open and honest right now.
0: I'm addicted to my cell phone. Yeah.
1: You know how I know that? Right. Because when I don't have it next to me, Yeah. I get, I get a little crazy. Do I, you really? I get, we, I'm like, something's wrong. Yep. I don't have my phone with me.
0: It's, it's almost like a security blanket. I know that's true, but I don't know how to live without it. So so here, here's what I would say as something that you could do just as a small way to kind of break away is when I come home from work, I come in the house, kiss my whole family. I go to my closet, which is also like my prayer room. Mm-hmm. It's the most organized place in my entire house. I love this closet. So, um, but what I do is once I change my clothes, I put my phone inside of the drawer and I walk back out of the room and I do not check it again until my kids go to bed and, you know, Juliet and I have watched a show or she's about to get to work on something and then I'll go back and check it. Also, uh, you are an Apple uh, uh, adherent as I am. The do not disturb uh, Mm. button is from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. with only uh, a permissible list of like my wife and some some of my closer friends uh, that can break through that. Mm. Those two things for me have helped me kind of manage. Good tips, it. thank yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I do have. I mean, dinner time, stuff like that. I can I can keep the phone away. Yeah. Um. But you know, I just find that more more often than not, I just I need this somewhere where I know where it is. Yeah. Yeah. If it's there, I feel like I can you know rest yeah. easy. Yeah. And I know that's probably because more than more, you're relying on for business, mm-hmm. personal use, and yeah. everything like that. Absolutely. That's a good response to Tiga's question on Facebook. Sweet. Hope it helped, Tiga. All right, next up, Deborah. What do you do when your husband's drinking causes him to be verbally abusive? So, some Ooh. people are mean drunks.
0: Yeah, they, absolutely. They don't chill out. They actually get turned <laughs> yeah. up, right? That's right. So, um, uh, and her name again was Deborah? Deborah. Okay, so, Deborah, what I would say is uh, you need to have a courageous conversation with your husband that uh, establishes some boundaries. And it would go something like this Hey, honey, um, when you get drunk, you start to become mean. Uh, towards me. And you start to say some very hurtful things. Uh, I don't mind you drinking um, and I love you, uh, but if it's going to include verbal abuse that is aimed towards me, uh, I won't be here mm. uh, uh, to tolerate it. And so if you would like to drink, uh, I would like you to go out and drink. Uh, and not come home until you can manage your anger or your temper, mm-hmm. because it won't be something that I tolerate here. Mm-hmm. I love you, but I have to draw a line because what you're doing is actually starting to hurt me. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah.
1: yeah, nobody should be living with an abusive spouse, Absolutely specifically not. one who can't control it whenever they're under the influence. Yeah, Alexandria, how can how can an addictive loved one, especially a child, create marital distance between a husband and wife? This is a little backstory. Their youngest son was struggling with alcoholism for more than 10 years. He's now sober, but the effects of the issues
0: cause serious issues within their, within their relationship. Yeah, within their marriage. And so um, w- what I would encourage uh, is some counseling. We talked about this before. Sit down with a mediator. It sounds like you all have tried to uh, deal with it yourselves, like maybe one-on-one, and uh, uh, somehow it left parts of the relationship broken. What I would encourage is sit down with a mediator, sit down with a counselor, and get to the, again, the root. I'm always big. There's a scripture in the book of Proverbs, with all thy getting, get an understanding. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to be uh, mad at something that you can understand. And so our son's behavior caused us to have some reactions towards each other that were unhealthy. Um, uh, We're we're thankful that our son is free, but I want to get this relationship back to where it used to be before. We had to manage this uh, event in our lives and this episode in our lives. And so I would encourage getting that third party involved and uh, with the mission, if you need a hashtag for it, it would be a hashtag, uh, you know, reset our marriage or a hashtag before the alcohol, something so that you can you, you all can have unity on the issue you're addressing, because it's not me or you, it's it. Yeah. I yeah.
1: think unity is, a, is the key word you yeah. said, too. Yeah. Because I know so many times with, because I have kids and my wife and I, you know, with each kid, we all both kind of take a side yeah. sometimes yeah. naturally. Yeah. And we have to work towards unity. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Not, it's not something that automatically happens because one of my kids, I really understand the way they are. Yeah. And another one of my kids, I may not understand exactly the way they are, but yeah. my wife sometimes is the opposite. Yeah. They take on personalities that are, one or the other, yeah, and so when there's behavior that happens, sometimes I can understand yeah uh, the behavior that's happening, yeah. much more on a deeper level than my than my wife, yeah, and so this couple um, that's that's dealing with this, I can guarantee you, if their son was dealing with an addiction, uh, you know being an alcoholic, that there were probably a lot of conversations that were like, you shouldn't do that to him, or you should do that to him, there was protection mode and, and yeah. you know, aggressive mode, yeah, so I like what you said about unity, thats yeah. that's a great point. All right. Helen on Facebook said, uh, what do you do if your spouse is unwilling to receive help with their addiction? Um,
0: this is where you have to start getting tough. This is where tough love is involved. Uh, because if they're unwilling to get help with their addiction, then they're really unwilling to address what's causing um, erosion in the in the relationship. Uh, and so that's where you have to have the courageous conversation. Sometimes it even involves um, um, outside uh, uh, individuals coming in um, that are trusted uh, to intervene, you know, and to have the type of courageous conversation that allows them to understand. If you are refusing to get the help that you need, then you're then you're also telling me that you don't want to see this relationship continue. Mm-hmm. And and just really to be again hot enough to say, hey, if you answer this for me honestly, it'll really help me. If you don't want to get help, then are you saying that you no longer want the marriage to continue? It will hurt my feelings if you tell me that, but it will also give me some clarity on, on my next steps. Mm-hmm. And so put that ball in, in their court and make them uh, make the decision that needs to be made. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah, so don't be the enabler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's absolutely correct. As long, as long as you're sticking around, you're going to enable yeah, that situation. Absolutely. Hey, great answers to the questions that came in from Facebook. Thanks, everyone, for their questions. Um, hey, thanks for being a part of the podcast today. Man, this was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Can't and wait to do it again. You're going to have to see me again in a few weeks at the EXO Conference, February 9th and 10th. Yeah, it's going to be great. Embassy uh, City Church. Uh, yep. I'm not just saying this. I mean, you really do have an amazing ministry. You're, you're speaking. You're very gifted in it. Uh, so much so that my, my mom, my granddad, everybody listens to you. Thanks. Uh, because your stuff, it's a deep well. But if anybody wants to check out
0: Embassy City or yeah. if you want to give up uh, in the URLs, yeah. Uh, what, what are those? So, um, website is embassycity.com. dot com. All of the uh, handles on social media or are, are at embassy irving, and mine is tim at embassy. So it's t i m a t embassy, uh, and the address to the church is sixty three hundred North Beltline Road. Irving, Texas, 75063.
1: Yeah, thank you. Send, send some letters to uh, <laughs> Tim at <laughs> that physical place. Yeah, you can. All right. No, he, Tim's going to be doing a session at XO coming up. He's, gonna, he's got a lot he's going to bring to the, the conference. So please come. Tell your friends about it. com is the URL also for the conference. You can come and see all of the speakers uh, that we've been talking about. Next week, we've got some special guests coming up that you don't want to miss that are going to be part of the conference as well. Jefferson Bethke, uh, we've got uh, – And Ashley Hirsch from Lakewood, Texas. Lakewood, Texas. Does Lakewood have its own city nowadays? Yeah. Lakewood Church. And uh, the mayor gave him the key. Down there. And we've got some some great stuff happening on the podcast leading up to XO. I'm excited. Me too. It's going to be fun. All right. Thanks, everybody. Subscribe to the feed. Tell your friends. And we'll see you next time.